Ladies, have you ever stopped, took a breather, and thought, hey, is this it? I mean, is this all? Then life hits you with menopause and midlife crisis. Well, that's what happened to me. But ladies, it's not game over. Oh, no. We've got to get up and claim our space and fight back. My name's Simona, and come join me as I document my life journey, discover midlife solutions one step at a time. I will present various ways to improve our lives and increase our self-care. I will interview inspiring people, share with you the best kept secrets to a successful and meaningful life. So let's get rocking. Couch the Fire will inspire you to get unstuck and venture out of your comfort zone and ignite your fire within. Couch the Fire. Get your life back. Hello, beautiful people. Hey, guess what? I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Karma Demma. Karma is here because she was here before and she previously at a different podcast, she talked about mindfulness, but she has such an interesting life. I want her to bring her back to the show because I want to talk to her about her personal experience about her entrepreneurial journey. And um, Karma Demma, welcome. Thank you, Simona. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be back again on the show. And I'm from Bhutan. My name is Karma, and I am also an entrepreneur, as Simona has pointed out. I have a travel agent called uh, Yachin Tours and Travel. And yeah, so happy to be on this show, Simona. Yes, we're so excited to have you too. Uh, Carmen and I met because we have mutual friends and we've been to a couple of social uh, media groups uh, that we attended and there's just a close-knit family of, of um, strong, powerful women. Um, we also are part of this uh, Facebook group called Global Warrior Women's Network and there's a bunch of women out there to support each other and to help each other. Um, gain knowledge and uh, and um, just be better people and support each other with our journey in our lives. So um, if you're interested, join us in, in the Facebook page. But um, I kind of want to talk to Karma because she has this wonderful journey. She wants to start and she's probably started this um, this travel agency to the most happiest place on the world i think it's coined the happiest happiest country in the world right yeah yeah right uh Bhutan is a uh, is one of the most happiest country and uh, although like statistically uh i think that, uh, most of the european countries are happy nested but in Bhutan uh because of the our approach to you know to development uh that views very holistically mm. and uh, happiness has been one of the paradigm of our de development. So happiness, uh, that's why we are called the happiest nation in the world. I love that happiness is part of every citizen in the country, you know, like to be happy. I mean, like in the US that is not part of our vocabulary in being a U.S. citizen. 
Mm, yeah, I can fully understand. Yeah. And Bhutan, yeah, I can fully understand. Bhutan, like, uh, like no other countries, Bhutan, our, you know, our gross uh, domestic product is measured by uh, gross national happiness. And uh, it has been also, uh, uh, there's like four domains and then uh, 72 indicators and so on. That's how we measure this gross national happiness. And it is uh, instead, of, instead of, uh the gross dom domestic product, which is a measurement of the country's uh, economic prosperity in other countries, Bhutan measure our uh, prosperity, our development philosophy based on this gross national happiness indicators. And uh, yeah, it's very technical and, but, but yet uh, this is a very essence of Bhutan and we value so much of this human relations, this happiness, uh, this, uh, you know, based on our cultural, cultural preservations and all that. We have so much of strong identity in Bhutan. We really preserve and promote our culture, culture and identity and values, which I think have been lost in many other countries. Fortunately in Bhutan, because of all this, we really value and place so much of uh, importance to having this as a holistic. And maybe because of this only, where human values are placed in a very uh, high priority order that people have so much of, uh, you know, uh, a visitor, any visitors when they come to Bhutan, they can see this happiness on our face. Oh. You know, so much of uh, ha is happening in the other parts of the world, so rushed, so much of hectic life. But in Bhutan, life is very slow. Life is such a, at a pace that you would want to, you know, live here forever. Yeah, and then th these have been said by the foreigners themselves. Like, no, when they come to Bhutan, the aura of this place, the the peace that radiates from this place, the peace that goes with this place, is so much uh, that you would want to settle here forever. It's so peaceful. It's so slow. Unlike the other countries where like life becomes so hectic and then uh, so much mentally stressing. And uh, and there's no nature in Bhutan. We have we give so much importance to nature as well. And yeah. uh, as per our constitution, you know, seventy-two percent of the country of the forest must be under forest cover, and we have more than seventy-two. Seventy-two percent. Wow, yeah. that's big. That's high. Yeah, that's really high. And uh, that the constitution itself has placed a very important. Uh, towards the preservation of culture. And here in Bhutan, we believe that uh, to live in harmony with with nature is really important part of our ecological. It's been from the ages that, uh, you know, that we place, uh, we give so much meaning to the plants and then we, we feel like they have life of their own. Mm -hmm. We feel like all this, we must... Uh, we must uh, sanctify and give them that place. That's why like the preservation is so strong here. Even cutting down trees, we find it's very sinful here in Bhutan. We feel it like, no, they're killing somebody's life. 
So that's why it has been uh, that that kind of uh, philosophy has been run down into our you know into the generations that uh, that's why like we live in so much in harmony with the nature vis-a-vis -vis, like you no know, the people human. Absolutely. You know what? I gotta tell you, everybody. Like in our group of women, mm -hmm. karma is the one that has like the best energy out of all of us <laughs> oh so sweet <laughs> oh that that's really means a lot to me thank you, you so know, much. you have this energy where she's just very calming and very like fluid and very like understanding you know and all of our other energies like uh kind of all uh -oh. over the place and you know the closest person of of that has that similar is jay Jay has a oh, yeah, you know, uh, calming energy, but but karma has that happiness and it's oh, out of her. You I, and and I know I I am privileged to know her and and be friends with her, but it it totally shines through everything that she says and does and everything and and for her to live in a country that is full of happiness and takes your happiness into consideration and the happiness of the environment and making sure everything's in harmony, you can totally feel that from mm -hmm. just knowing her and, and knowing her posts and, and, and following her on Instagram. These are some amazing shots of nature. Like when karma goes on a hike, it's like paradise. I see, like, <laughs> I see like these hills of greenery and like, and, and, and just, it's just so beautiful. And when, when you compare it to all of us, you know, we're, we're in cities and we're, you know, it's, it's in buildings mm -hmm. upon buildings of cement and, you know, and, and um, asphalt. It mm -hmm. is just it's such an amazing situation to be in. And, I, and I'm so oh, grateful. Oh, that's really sweet of you to have you here. So um, I know that um, Karma, right before COVID shut down everything, she was starting her business, um, um, the, this travel agency. Can you tell me, um, I know a lot of women and maybe a lot of men too, want this paradise. We want this utopia too in our lives too. And, and if we can go and visit you in Bhutan and feel that greatness about it. Maybe we can take a little bit back to where we live and, and live that Bhutan life in where in each country that we live in. So can you tell me a little bit about like the country and, and how you are holding on and, and, and continuing your business now with COVID hitting? Like, what can you do now? Yeah. Thank you so much, Simona, and uh, for all these praises. And I find even your energy so calming. And then maybe you didn't even realize yourself, but uh, I find it very much, uh, you know, so calm. And then you have reached that uh, very uh, mature life of stage where you know like everything about life. I find that aura in you. And uh, to tell you something about Bhutan, Bhutan is a very small uh, kingdom located between uh, China in the north and India in the south. 
And Bhutan is a very tiny dot in the world's map. You would hardly see Bhutan on the map. We are only about 14,800 square miles, uh, you know, 14,000 square miles, 800 square miles, very small country. And, uh, and Bhutan is also the, you know, the country, only country in the world, which is a natural carbon sink of the world, absorbing the carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide. We are not only uh, carbon, uh, carbon uh, neutral, we are carbon negative. I love that. Means, uh, yeah. Which means that about the world, 70% uh, of the world's carbon dioxide is absorbed. So you can just imagine how much the, our, our forest has uh, no, it's so much uh, been uh, very useful to the world in absorbing that carbon dioxide that I think uh, Bhutan also was getting a lot of uh, money and awards for you know preserving more of that ecological from the from the donations from the philanthropies of the world mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of this fact that we have we strongly preserve and we are contributing to the world in the absorbing this uh, this huge carbon dioxide which is like forming due to our explosion of populations and then the activities of the humankind that has you know, filtrated this earth. I mean, we're doing quite a lot of good deeds, Bhutan, actually, in fact. And uh, we are a very small, not only a small country, also in terms of people, we are only like 700,000 people. 50, uh, yeah, 750,000 people only. Wow. Do and is there a lot of people that move there at all or no, they just visit? Uh, we are only 750,000 people, uh, meaning like uh, we are less than a million. Yeah. We're not even a million. And uh, because of this fact, I think uh, our country is very much, uh, you know, preserved with the nature. Human activities has not, uh, although like we are expanding, compared to before, mm -hmm. but now, uh, yeah. So also maintaining and preserving our forest due to the small population, the activities of the pollutions also, is also curtailed. And uh, yeah, we are this, uh, one thing that, yeah, we, which I can boast about is being a carbon sink for the world. I love that. Um, Carmen, you went on a trek didn't you? Can you tell me yes, about the uh, trip? Yes, I went on a trek and then uh, there's a lot of trek in Bhutan. It's uh, like, no, some, some trek uh, can take only half a day. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the tiger nest, which is very famous, uh, built in the eighth century. It takes only a half a day. You can just go up and down. It's located in Paru. It was built in the eighth century. It's very, very old uh, temple and uh, it was hanging on the cliff, somewhere on the cliff, like above 900 meters above sea level. So many of the temples are built in such a place that it is so unreachable and, un, you know, in the olden times. But now the road has really uh, reaching right to, to the temple. But in the olden times, it was built in the mountain, in the trees somewhere. And that's where people uh, like to take hike 
and then a lot of hiking, trekkings have been, uh, have been, uh, you know, centered towards those kind of uh, visit to this kind of uh, pilgrimage, which is like very, very old uh, structures. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some trekking, some trekkings like uh, uh, towards like you no know, uh, environment, a uh, beautiful uh, nature landscape like uh, the the snowman track, you know, where it takes you to the mountains, like no mountains, and uh, like Dagala trek, uh, Drupat trek, all these treks take you to a very beautiful landscape, and then a lot of uh, mountains which are very famous, Jichu Drake, so many famous uh, Jumalari, so many mountains are there, beautiful, beautiful uh, mountains, and uh, more like an abode of God, like no, we believe that it's an abode of God because it's very unreachable, only very rarely people reach. And it takes like 10 to 15 days, those kind of things. Wow, really? Yeah. And uh, and then you have this uh, thousand trek, uh, thousand lakes trek, where there's a lot of, a uh, thousand of lakes. And then uh, and then surrounding that, you have a uh, beautiful mountains, like no, uh, very uh, famous mountains. And then uh, everything is taken care of. We have this horse, if you are not able to ride, if you are not able to hike, we have this horse. But those 10 to 15 days are more for the people who are really uh, fit and then they want to, they are like those trekkers who want to really trek for a long duration. But they can also go in a horse also. Some days are like, no, they can go on a horse. The most, uh, yeah, so like half a day trek, full day trek, one day trek, and the shortest trek would be also the Drupad trek, which takes about five days. And it's uh, quite gentle, I believe. <clears throat> and uh, it takes, it connects from one place to another. It connects from Paro to Kimpu, the Drupad trek. So that is relatively very uh, simple for, we can all do it. I mean, all our women group, <clears throat> We can uh, simply do that in a nice uh, way. And then uh, we have the supporters who can take care of everything, who will cook for us. We just simply have to hike and take photographs. And Bhutan is also very much, <clears throat> sorry, I think my throat. We are also very famous for you know, bird species. Uh, we have about 680 of bird species in Bhutan. That's which is quite a, quite a huge collection of birds come to Bhutan naturally because of the uh, our like abundant uh, biodiversity, which is, uh, and we're also very famous for herbal medicines. Really? Part of because of the nature that we are living in, like, no, the herbal medicine, the biodiversity and fauna and flora is so rich in Bhutan, and especially for biologists and people who love taking uh, photographs of, like, no, of uh, flowers or bird species. I mean, these are really uh, people who love. It's a delight for those people who love those bird species and flora and flowers. We are like abounding <laughs> in that. I love this. You know, I want to be in a country that is full of happiness and full of beauty and full of gratitude. And I just... One of these days, I really want to visit Bhutan and yeah, you take should a tour visit. with you 
and and maybe you can like set up a little like I, I'm sure you have thought about setting up like a week long trick of trek of like mm. doing different places or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Apart from that uh, trekking, we also have this cultural trek where like you can watch uh, this mask dance in the temples, which have uh, all of the districts in 20 districts, we have like about 20 districts in Bhutan. All of the district has their own uh, festival wow. as per their own, uh, no, as per their own region. So that festival, we have like uh, about four to five days, like where different, different mask dance was performed especially in play, in honor of uh, you know trying to our second uh, buddha called guru rimboche uh -huh. so in honor uh -huh. of that uh, saint guru rimboche he is also known as second buddha where he had uh, you know visualized so many of these masters are like you know from him it has uh, it has come from that part of that tradition and then every uh, temples they perform that is so amazing the the the, the the beauty of that mask dance, which are like, you no, know, like, uh, you know, it's performed, like most of them are like, you know, when we die, it's uh, part of that uh, tradition. Yeah, tradition. We have to, some say that we have to remember all of this mask dance, which, uh, you know, face, they have like, you no know, so many different, different faces. We have to remember that all that faces when we die, because like, you know, they will come like, you no, know, when we die, I believe all this mask. If we are able to remember, then uh, it's really uh, good because we won't be scared. But if you're not able to remember, this is what Buddhists believe. So if you're not able to remember, then we get scared, you know? So all this uh, mask stunts we have, that's why people, they watch this mask stunts so that they will have an easier uh, path to death when they uh -huh. die. And then after the after their death also, uh -huh. because so many different, different animals, creatures, faces, like comes, where they have to recognize those spaces. So this mask dance is really useful to recognize all this. <clears throat> yeah. What but month is many different things. What month are these uh, festivals? Oh, uh, they take place like uh, so many uh, different, different uh, some of them, they take place in February, some spread all over the, all over the calendar. Some in uh, December, some in uh, November, and also like mostly happening in the autumn, mm -hmm. autumn side, and uh, also like summer also I think. So we have this uh, calendar which the Tourism Council of Bhutan they take it out. So they have a huge uh, all the whole region's uh, calendar is taken out of that festival season. So this festival is something to wash out for, and very uh, enchanting and. Uh, very ethereal, you know, it's really completely like very much uh, out of this world. Wow. So, okay, if I wanted to come to Bhutan and I wanted you to organize it, what would be the best thing for me as a person that's never been there before? Where, where would you, what would you cr create for me as a trip? Uh. As per my travel, uh, you know, my tracking, uh, my tracking, this thing, uh, I have this uh, glimpse of Bhutan. Oh, really? Yeah, I have this glimpse of Bhutan where like you, it's just very, uh, relatively very short for this budget travelers. It's only five days 
and then it takes you to the most beautiful part of Bhutan, where like you can go to Paro, which is one of the most beautiful valley in Bhutan. Uh-huh. And then uh, also, of course, like capital city, like Thimphu, Bhutan. And other parts of the Bhutan is also Punakha, where people love that fortress out there. And uh, also, like you can take, we can take you, uh, you know, some short treks. And there's a lot of places to see here, a lot of iconic structures, a lot of like, no, century old uh, mona- monasteries, temples. Right. Uh, okay. Nunneries that you can see, and uh, weekend market, traditional hand and crafts that you can uh, watch out for. Then uh, also I have the other uh, thing, this landmark tour of Bhutan, which is uh, also like a longer duration. The oh. other one is Bhutan Light Tour, and the other one is mesmerizing Western Bhutan, where it takes you all to the western part of Bhutan. So like, uh, depending on this itinerary, we have, uh, you know, crafted this very interesting uh, places of, uh, which will delight you from the morning till night, like, it will keep you engaged and um, thrill your experiences. Because staying in the city and every day, like, you know, every day experience won't give you any new experience. So right. traveling is so important that, uh, you know, you get to experience. You're new. You're getting. You're learning new things. You're learning, uh, expanding your knowledge, and then, uh, yeah, learning, and then uh, your brain is uh, discovering these new, new things. So that's why traveling is important for that. Absolutely. Instead of everyday routine, yeah. where like no, everything is routine. Yeah. Yeah. Karma, thank you so much. I think that that would be one of my stops on my bucket list to visit you in your travel agency and, and you plan a trip for all the girls in the uh, Global Warrior Women's Network. Wouldn't that be so fun if we all met at your yeah, company? We should, uh, yeah, we should have that. And then have a what a Women Entrepreneurs uh, Seminar. Yes. Oh. <gasps> Great and then uh, we can do that, uh, you know, each one of us can have a talk and then a conference and then uh, <laughs> we can uh, organize this conference as part of that cultural tour where all of us like, no, we can speak on our own niche area that we have all have uh, become an entrepreneur. Oh my now. goodness, sounds like a great idea. Let's do yeah, this. We can organize that. Let's do it. <laughs> It can be a woman entrepreneur's <laughs> tour, woman entrepreneur tour, just for women. <laughs> we should get, uh, we should give ourselves uh, some, you know, some power uplift. <laughs> I it's think so it's fun to be traveling. Only women sometimes, uh, I'm not, not any harm to the men, but it's quite fun to be just women or traveling. And then me being an expert on gender, I would love to, catered to this uh, special group also, just women group and then a lot of fun and then. I love it, I love it. This is gonna be wonderful. Hey, watch out. If you wanna look this up, we will figure something out. If you guys are interested in joining Karma and I in this wonderful journey to Bhutan and having an entrepreneurial women's uh, conference, I think we can try to set this up, you know? I think that's a oh, great idea. It sounds like totally, uh, like really awesome, you know? 
we have a huge uh, group of women who are so uh, well good, like Abby, Rachel, Jema, you know, yourself, so many, like, there'll be a lot of women out there who will be so much interested to hear what we have to say. And this is all, everything is so, so much very new for Bhutan. Yes. They, they will be thrilled. And we might get a lot of clients also as well. <laughs> I love this. This is such a wonderful thing. Thank you so much for being on the show. And I am that this is going to happen. I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. We have to yeah. meditate on it and be mindful of everything and and, and make it work. But Karma, thank yes, you so much for coming on and just being here and sharing who you are and what you represent and just being a, a wonderful symbol of your country and showing us that you know what we can be happy and we can we can have that happiness in our lives too yeah thank you so much yes it was my pleasure you would really love when you when you reach here awesome Carmen mm. thank you you take care yeah you too thank you so much for having me bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to Couch to Fire. I hope this podcast sparks something in you to take action to live your best life. If you're interested in joining me in this podcast and have something inspiring to share, please contact me. Couch to Fire, live your best life.